Hey everyone, welcome to a new edition of Be Honest. This is great to have my friend on. Uh, she is a entertainment journalist. She works for The Undefeated. Uh, but she's more importantly, this is a good pal of mine, a pal of mine, if you will. Kelly Carter, folks, uh, here on Be Honest. We're talking about the Oscars because congratulations, you covered it. But you also were able to, I think, for the very first time, put something in perspective for the folks at home. And that is the relationship, the natural relationship, the already existing relationship between sports, entertainment, and the Oscars. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, there are a couple of intersections that we really saw, you know, kind of loud at the Oscars this year. Um, Spike Lee, first of all, um, who won his first Oscar after being in this industry for more than three decades, wore some custom Air Jordans (laughs) that he told me Michael Jordan specifically commissioned for him to wear. Really? Gold Jordan 3s. Um, they looked really good up close in person. Okay, so I have a question. Why in the world did Michael Jordan say, who was around for Oscar weekend, because we did see him, why did he say these are the ones that you need to wear the night, this night? Well, you know, Spike and, and Michael Jordan have a long-standing history. They did those really great commercials that we all used to love back in the 90s. And, of course, Spike Lee said to me, it's got to be the shoes, okay. which is apropos. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. So so that was amazing. And plus, Spike, of course, is a really big sports fan. He loves the Knicks. Sure. And even when he was getting his award from Samuel L. Jackson, was announcing that he told him what the uh, what the score was the Knicks game yeah. that night, too, which was a really cute so moment. Wait, you t- so Spike Lee likes the Knicks, huh? I, I, Like, who knew? It's breaking news. <laughs> it's breaking news. <laughs> it's breaking news. I know. Um, so, so, you know, that's just kind of one of the one of the examples. I think probably the bigger thing that everyone saw back at home, of course, was Serena Williams presenting yeah. um, uh, a film, an Oscar nominated film, which was A Star is Born. Okay. Time out. I have I have. OK, I have Go a question. OK, I remember covering Serena when I worked at the Tennis Channel. Yeah, there was a time in her life where she was very boldly saying she wanted to be an actress and that she was going to pursue it. I think at the time she was dating Common, mm. who um, she, we all know is very well known for his acting roles as well. But I remember her saying she wanted to be an actress and I saw her. Friday night at this party with her husband, who yes. is very tall and handsome, by the way. So, Serena, congratulations. <laughs> um, but hey, does she? Do you know if that's what she still wants to do in that intersection, or she just lives on the outside of that world? I mean, I think that it wouldn't be a surprise if we saw her really kind of navigating that space. We're seeing so many other athletes doing something in Hollywood, and Serena certainly is trying to think about what her life is like off of the tennis court. I see. Think about it this way. Um, in a little over, a little less than two months, she's going to be the chairwoman at the Met Gala. You know, and that's like the Oscars of the fashion world. So we're really going to start seeing her in spaces that don't necessarily make sense to who we know her as, as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And the Oscars is probably one of the biggest stages she's ever been on. I mean, think about how many eyeballs tune in. Mm-hmm. And she was asked to do this, um, not just because she's Serena Williams, though that certainly doesn't help. But the film but meant something The to film her. meant something to her, and she's a very big lover of music and musicals. She loves doing karaoke. She loves dancing. And so that really kind of combines all the elements of the things that she enjoys doing, in mm-hmm. addition mm-hmm. to whooping some major butt on tennis court. And she's also um, my best friend in my head. So <laughs> Mine that's, too. That's also a good reason to have her around. <laughs> I, I want to talk about what happened last year at the Oscars, as I find um, this is going to be an issue with a lot of these athletes who we have seen mm-hmm. definitely dance in the space of entertainment in Hollywood. When Kobe won the Oscar last year, prior to him winning, he was very selective about who he would talk to because he didn't want to bring up what happened in Colorado. All right. He didn't want people to bring that up. He he has he rarely talks about that, if at all. Mm -hmm. And he's very particular about how he wants that information out there. 
and it was in the midst of the Me Too movement, which is still going on. Right. And he spoke to you. Yeah. Did you feel like Kobe wanted to address that issue at all or he wanted to sweep it under the rug? Definitely didn't want to address that issue at all. Instead, he really wanted to kind of play up his commitment to gender parity in this in this industry specifically. I mean, Kobe is a man who has all daughters, um, all little girls, and he wants to create a world that they feel comfortable kind of operating in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that part of his life, um, he hates that that comes up as often as it does. But it's going to come up it's if he doesn't talk about it. He's got to And talk I feel like it's a it. missed opportunity for him, is it not? It is, especially last year. I think the concern was that it would be a little bit exacerbated yeah. oh. if he if he talked about it in the in the you know midst of an Oscar campaign too. Mm. You know, we've seen that happen before, um, where it's hurt some people's campaigns, and in some cases where it didn't matter at all. Okay, yeah. so it probably helped him because he didn't talk about it, and he ended up winning. So he, he ended up made, winning. He probably made the right decision. Do you think, in terms of if that was the end goal to win? If that was the end goal, but I mean, Casey Affleck, you know, his his situation came up right. Before the Oscars and he still won too so in some cases that almost doesn't even necessarily matter um, I think it it worked to his advantage but you know the thing that was probably the most glaring omission for, from Kobe Bryant last year at the Oscars is he didn't walk the red carpet and do interviews probably to avoid having to do on the fly conversations in the midst of a season where everyone is talking about um, women being disrespected women being violated and women being mistreated in Hollywood industry specifically. It's interesting because uh, our world, their world, the intersection is so clear. Mm -hmm. The overlap is so, um, I guess, incestuous, if you will, mm -hmm. because you have to talk about those things. Your your personal life, your private life, right. your, your sports life will intersect if you're trying to do something different. Mm -hmm. Do you believe we're starting to see a trend where players like even LeBron James, like he, he's dancing in the space of being nominated for an Image Award mm -hmm. with Shut Up and Dribble. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure they could see themselves, he and his company and, and, and those all involved could see themselves getting an Oscar one year year of course uh, and, and what capacity would that would that be received did you think that it's more about the fan aspect of it that they're fans of lebron and that even if the work wasn't that great he'd win i think it's bigger than that i mean you look at a director like ryan coogler who breaks records and 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 creates this piece black of work panther. black panther that is very impactful um there's been this long-held kind of theory in hollywood that predominantly black cast films don't do well overseas and, and kind of penetrate a market financially. And this film, of course, has earned an excess of a billion dollars and did a lot of really amazing things. The first thing that Ryan Coogler says he will do after coming off of the success of Black Panther is the Space Jam remake with LeBron James. Oh. Ryan Coogler's not doing that because he's a fan of LeBron James, because at this point, Ryan Coogler has to be How very, you know? he has to be very particular about the moves that he makes. Well, well why are you pointing well, your finger at me? First off, first off. Why are we, First off, Ryan Coogler's from the Bay. Uh -huh. So, I mean, there, there are other basketball players you're at right. him from the Bay right, you're right. who are entering so this space too, Steph that Curry. Uh -huh. But I think that he signed up to do that because he trusts the lens that LeBron is telling stories to and he believes in what he's doing. His wow. slate is very impressive too. Wow. You know, I, let's talk about the Oscars in general. And I always, I lean on you because sometimes I don't get an opportunity to watch all these different films yeah. programming takes over uh live programming takes over my life but what about the green book was that an upset that it didn't win 
Um, well, I know that I know that he won Best Supporting Actor, and I can never say his name. How do you pronounce that? His name, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. (laughs) I got it now. Mahershala Ali. True detective (laughs) is what I call him. So, so, (laughs) so the Green Book, um, you know, won Best Film at the Oscars, and a lot of people had a lot of problems with that. Okay. Um, you know, there were holes in the um. In the story itself, from the family of Don Shirley, who okay. Mahershala Ali um, brings to life, and the thing is, we've come to expect that with biopics. I, I truly think that the larger issue is that this was a film yet again that centers on some of the uglier sides of American history uh, with regards to racism and kind of coming out of Jim Crow era and shepherding to a new era. But instead of presenting something from a very authentically black perspective, mm-hmm. we get a very um, soft look at... What does that uh, mean when you say it's soft? Uh, it, it's not necessarily how things were. You know, you have um, a man who is a casual racist, <laughs> but casual racism, as we know, is is far more problematic than a lot of times we've uh, let people believe that it is. And so um, this film doesn't necessarily, it it makes people feel better who don't believe that things are as bad as they are right now after they see it. in your opinion, as an entertainment journalist, Mm. was it a fair depiction? Now that I know the real history of the Green Book, um, it doesn't deliver on what I think you kind of walk in hoping to learn about. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I happen to see a documentary about the Green Book as it actually existed at Sundance um, up, up last month, and I was like, "Oh, so that's that's what that's what was supposed so to be." That's in this why movie? I go back to my original hmm. question: uh, winning Best Picture is, yeah. isn't necessarily accurate because that's not necessarily true about how history was really should have been told, right? Sure, sure. And, you know, I mean, but we've seen that before. We've seen films win Best Picture before that people who aren't voters, by and large, on the outskirts were like, how did that happen? That wasn't the best film of this last year, this last season. But it was no shocker that it was going to win Best Picture at this point because all signs have been pointing towards it, towards it winning, yeah. And not to take away anything from my, my best friend, Mahershala Ali. Because he's amazing. And he's I amazing know, in it. And I know his name, so... <laughs> That's why I have you here, to educate. To educate. Um, let's talk about some highlights. What were some of the highlights of the show for you? Um, uh, How do you feel about this 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 uh, performance between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? Apparently, people were saying there was some inappropriateness happening with the, with the eyeballs. It, 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 it felt like we were we were we were on a date with uh, with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. No, I thought it was a beautiful performance. I mean, Lady Gaga. Well, did has, you think that he was being inappropriate and his I, and his girlfriend fiance was sitting in the, in the was stage? Sitting, was sitting on the stage. I mean, I, was sitting in the audience. This is how I know what the rest of the world is talking about. When my mother calls me, who has no knowledge uh-huh. of any of this, uh-huh. when she calls and is like, "So people are saying that she's going with him," and I said, "Okay, this is, <laughs> this is bubbled up. This is bubbled up and has become a thing that my." mother who doesn't know anything about any of this uh-huh. is talking about um i didn't get that but inside, oh, you didn't inside the auditorium okay. it's a different experience than watching it on television if you were bradley cooper's girlfriend slash fiance would you get i, I might have felt a little would you have talked to him afterwards i might have been like let's just go over to the corner real yeah quick. while we celebrate of the dolby theater. Yeah. The, the theater theater that's what yeah, he meant i was going to the theater <laughs> to talk about your behavior sir uh regina king 
That was amazing. Yeah. So I, I talked with Regina a little bit before the show started, and the one thing that I asked her, I said, you know, she's a really big sports fan, as you may or may not know. I do know. But I said, you know, a lot of people I, really... I'm going to stab you. If you, if you, if you, if you <laughs> may or may not know. A lot of people really feel like this is your redemption season. You know, that that this is the year that's going to right some wrongs. And the wrong that, of course, people think that have has, have now been righted is when she did not get nominated for Marcy Tidwell and Jim McGuire yes. all those years ago. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that, too, was a sports film. That, too, was a sports film, <laughs> in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know, her husband played a football player. <laughs> the guy, um, Cuba Gooding. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but but along, the, along those lines, if you think about it, Regina has really been there in the scenes helping several Hollywood leading men win their Oscar. Cuba Gooding Jr. is one yes. of them. Jamie Foxx and Ray is another one. But yet she's gone very unnoticed. And when you think about <sighs> probably some of the more compelling scenes in Ray, which was not about um, an athlete, it was about Ray Charles. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, um, but the best scenes that he delivered in that movie, Regina King was right there with Of them, course. And she's, you know? but she's been solid since 227. She's been I mean, solid I, since we don't Brenda. Have any, we don't, Listen. Remember when she had all her hair? That hair was amazing. was amazing. If you guys have not watched a throwback of 227 and all her hair, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, we got to leave right there. My last but not least story about Regina King, mm. she does love sports, I am aware. <laughs> At the time, Michael, our colleague Smith... Mm. Thought that she was flirting at him, flirting with him uh, at a SB party. Oh, and I said, Michael, sweet. wake up. That's sweet. It's yeah, not happening. it's not a real thing. It's right? not. It's, real, it's, it's not, not a real it's thing. Not a, <laughs> she's not interested in you. If you're listening, it's still not a real thing. Um, <laughs> congratulations to all those who won. Thank you so much. Congratulations to you. Great job on ABC doing such amazing Thank coverage. Carpet. Thank you for telling me about all the people who like sports. That's cool. <laughs> I try. I just try to bring a little bit to your life. You do great. To let you know. You do great. Uh, thank you guys at home, too, for listening and watching to this edition of Be Honest. Kelly Carter was amazing. We will see you next week.